One of his primary insecurities is that he doesn't want to be perceived as stupid because he had this plagiarism scandal back in the 1980s. And so when he walks into an interview or he walks into a press conference, he wants to under, he wants to have mastery of what he's discussing. Ah, uh, yes. Well, that's the way we all know Lunch Bucket Joe Biden, I think, uh, isn't it? The man with a mastery of all topics. Joe Biden, mastery of the universe. Or maybe something other than that. Well, I hope everybody had a wild weekend. My best girl and I, we had a great weekend. It was uh, it was a long weekend, you know. We started Friday evening, lickety-split, soon as I uh, got out of my uh, Newsmax television show on Friday. And, of course, did my Newsmax television show yesterday, even though it was Labor Day. Because, you know, uh, we must labor. We uh, That's what we do. We're Americans. We get stuff done. We are the world. Aren't we the world, uh, Michael? Michael Piercy is here. And uh, he had, uh, I think he got a haircut. And he had, uh, you know, all kinds of fun family stuff with his uh, his young son. And uh, who hasn't been corrupted by the crazy uh, system of lunatics. But we got uh, we got that. We've got a lot for you today. We were just talking uh, before coming on the air here. Um, being reminded of that article that came out a couple of weeks ago. Uh, well, based on a book of Barack Obama and how, how uh, well, the headline that came out of the Daily Mail, for example, Tucker Carlson claims, that's because it's in this book by the Obama biographer who's a big fan, Barack Obama enjoyed smoking crack and having gay sex, but nobody reported it ahead of the 2008 election. Well, you know, that's not a claim. That's a fact. Nobody reported it. Larry Sinclair and all that stuff, but never mind that. Uh, also buried in the same article, it turns out, that uh, you find if you were in the news business, for example, and you staked out one of Barack Obama's many multi-million dollar mansions, this one in the, uh, the Calorama neighborhood of Washington, D.C. He uh, lives in the, this uh, house that he bought from the old White House press secretary. Um, and it's all a great big circle fest in Washington, D.C., Lock, uh, Joe Lockhart. And, uh, and I know Joe. I took Joe Lockhart's job. He used to be at CNN. And uh, then he went to work for the Democrats, but what's the difference? And uh, then he uh, bought the multi-million dollar house, and Barack Obama bought the multi-million dollar house from Joe Lockhart. But the uh, story buried in that article that, uh, once again, nobody reported and nobody paid attention to, is that if you were to watch Barack Obama's multi-million dollar house in the shadow of the main mosque in Washington, D.C., because it's the most beautiful sound he ever heard, you know, Barack Obama said, the call to prayer, call to prayer, the most beautiful sound he ever heard. And he thinks uh, dog tastes pretty good, too. But that's uh, that's a different story. And it turns out that uh, also buried in there and in the book is that if you go look at, uh, you know, he's got a multi-million dollar house um, <clears throat> on Martha's Vineyard. He's got a multi-million dollar house. I think he's still got his multi-million dollar house in Chicago. And he's got a multi-million dollar house in Hawaii. It used to be uh, Robin's Nest in the uh, TV show Magnum P.I. Uh, but um, Brock Bulldoze, that beautiful whatever it was, Italian or Spanish uh, villa-style house, and putting up something more appropriate to someone as wealthy and powerful as he is. But it turns out if you go look at Barack Obama's house uh, off of Embassy Row, Massachusetts Avenue, Gesundheit, you'll find that uh, the driveway is very often filled with cars belonging to Joe Biden's White House staff people because they're there for their marching orders. And, you know, Joe Biden uh, isn't running the show. But it uh, looks more and more like Barack Obama is running the show. 
And buried in this article, which nobody paid attention to because we don't have a news media in the United States, we have a corrupt institution that's an extension of the Democrat Party, not a legitimate fourth estate, not holding feet to the fire, just attacking and smearing and slandering Republicans and fluffing uh, Democrats, giving them uh, you know, uh, some kind of a hot oil massage uh, pretty much all the time in a hot tub. Hot tub. And uh, pretty, uh, pretty, it's a circle fest in a hot tub. It's Washington, D.C. Yeah, but it turns out that if you go look at, uh, you know, you'd stake it out if you were in the news media. Say, hey, what are all these uh, Biden White House people doing coming to uh, Barack Obama's headquarters off of Embassy Row here in Washington uh, day after day? What's up with that? So, well, you don't really think Joe Biden's running the show. He, you know, he rolls out of bed at about 10 a.m. and he's done with his workday at 2 p.m. or 3 p.m. Uh, he's on vacation 40% of the time. You know that Joe Biden has already taken more vacation days in two and a half years as president, roughly, than uh, Ronald Reagan did over the course of eight years as president. And it'd be fair to say Ronald Reagan accomplished an awful lot more, you know, smashing the Soviet Union, crushing uh, the tyranny of uh, Soviet communism, uh, actually collapsed under H.W. Bush, but it was all Ronald Reagan. And, uh, you know, a few other things bringing us back from the brink. Uh, and we're on the brink again. We need, uh, where's, uh, where have you gone, Joe DiMaggio? Where have you gone, Ronald Reagan? Um, so we got that. Yeah, and buried in that article, it turns out these uh, uh, Biden White House people spent a lot of time over at one of Obama's mansions, Obama's mansion in Washington, D.C., the Calorama neighborhood off of Embassy Row, Mass Ave, uh, and in the shadow of the mosque on, uh, on Mass Ave. Because, you know, Barack Obama... So we've got uh, we've got a couple of things uh, for you on that, and and uh, also there is a poll that shows that Michelle Obama is a lot more popular than Joe Biden. Michelle Obama getting forty eight percent among Democrat voters, forty eight percent. Joe Biden getting thirty six percent. That's a twelve point spread for Democrats listening along at home, mathematically challenged and all that. Pretty amazing stuff, and. Uh, you know, generally speaking, the Democrats, oh, yeah, we like Joe Biden. And then they uh, bite their knuckle, knuckle and uh, cringe and uh, turn away, hoping that nobody will see them uh, and the look on their faces. Uh, Joe Biden was 70 percent of Democrat votes in the Quinnipiac poll. Um, but uh, and uh, who's behind him there? Uh, RFK, RFK Jr. has 17 percent, 17 percent. Joe Biden, 70 percent. That's a 53 point spread. And uh, and then the Wall Street Journal poll, different poll, not the Quinnipiac poll. Wall Street Journal poll has all kinds of interesting stuff, uh, including President Trump with 59%, 59% of the uh, of the Republican vote, and uh, Ron DeSantis only 13%. Boy, he didn't show up, huh? I mean, he just he hasn't shown up, uh, Ron DeSantis. But the big winner in this uh, this other poll is Michelle Obama getting 48% of uh, Democrat uh, Democrats' love, and Joe Biden only getting 36%. The convention next year is in Chicago, Illinois. Uh, hopefully everyone won't be shot uh, because a lot of that goes on there. Uh, but uh, we'll see because, you know, I've been predicting for months now that Joe Biden will actually not be the nominee next year, that they'll replace him. He'll step down, fake an illness, which he promised to do a couple of years ago if things started going sideways on him. So we got that. There's a lot of stuff going on just in that uh, that little circle right there. Pretty uh, pretty amazing stuff. Mm, 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 mm. 
Joe Biden. Joe Biden uh, was kind of on the loose over the weekend, and he said a number of stupid things, as you might expect, because he spoke, and there were cameras there. So that's how that goes. And we got that coming up. Now, um, in addition to that, oh, there's also this biographer who is um, uh, Franklin Four, written a book about Joe Biden. And he was on uh, uh, with Chunk on Sunday. Chunk, you know, Chunk, uh, who I think is done with Meet the Press now. Is he done with Meet the Press? I think he might be done with Meet the Press because they needed a lady to be doing it. And, and uh, Chunk is many things, but he's not a lady. He's not a lady at all because, you know, he's, uh, he's kind of a male person. And uh, so we got that. And, but Chunk, this uh, guy, Franklin, for the, the uh, Biden biographer, he was catching up to me over the weekend and saying, yeah, you know, Joe Biden, drop out of the race, may not be there, may not be the guy. Um, and also your news media types like George Snuffleupagus, who is a propagandist for the Democrat Party, always has been. That's why he was hired by ABC Fake News. And uh, what are they paying, Michael? $15 million or $17 million a year to be a propagandist for, what is he, he does one day a week for about an hour. Uh, pretty good job. It's, uh, no conservatives had that, have that job in the United States of America. A one hour a week uh, job for $15 million or $17 million. What a deal. It is good to be a Democrat, isn't it? But there is another poll that shows that uh, Joe Biden has 46% of the popular vote and Donald Trump has 46% of the popular vote. And um, and George Snuffleupagus was shocked by this. Shocked, I say. He can't believe that there's gambling going on here. And uh, he's appalled that so many Americans uh, like Trump because, you know, it's like the, there's this great old story about a New York Times writer by the name of Pauline Kael, who was there at the New York Times during the Nixon days. And she famously said something like, I can't believe Nixon won. Uh, no one I know voted for him, right? You know, and it's, and it's been a running joke about the New York Times and fake news media ever since. The uh, I looked up the quote over the weekend. She apparently actually said she only knew one person that voted for him. And it was probably the guy that did her rugs or maybe her doorman on Park Avenue or something. But uh, she only knew one person that voted for Richard Nixon. Nixon. So Pauline Kelt, the New York Times, she, she was shocked, couldn't believe that Richard Nixon won re-election in 1972. Uh, because nobody she know, uh, nobody that she knew voted for him, which was a great, uh, great moment. The news media is still in the same place uh, as they were then, uh, pretty much. They're, uh, the Democrats are still telling us that Bidenomics working beautifully. We should all consider ourselves to be very lucky to be alive and on Earth at the same time that uh, Joe Biden is, and he's president of the United States. Um, he's a doddering dimwit, and we've got uh, that going for him, but pay no attention. Jared Bernstein of the, the uh, Biden White House was on television talking about how great Bidenomics is. It's wonderful. Joe Biden kind of apologized over the weekend for not visiting. Uh, he didn't really apologize, did he? For not visiting East Palestine, Ohio, where that uh, awful toxic train disaster was uh, so long ago now. And he said he'd visit eventually, and he still hasn't. So over the weekend, he was asked about it, and he mispronounced it twice. He called it East Palestine which is uh, no place, and uh, but East Palestine is in Ohio, and he still hasn't been there. But um, he proved that he doesn't know how to pronounce it uh, all this uh, time later, and that's okay. But he's assuring us we have a climate crisis on our hands. It's going to be hot here today, isn't it, uh, Michael? It's it's going to be 
uh, 98 degrees. Initially, they said it was going to be 100 degrees, but they've downgraded it, which is uh, climate change, I think, at least climate prediction change. 98 degrees today. I blame the Democrats. The Democrats have taken responsibility for the weather. They did so years ago now. <clears throat> so when the weather is bad, you know, when there is uh, a hurricane, blame the Democrats. They're the ones in charge of the weather. And uh, they said they were taking charge. They're in charge of the weather. Now, they're going to need to take away many more of your rights and uh, a bunch of your property. And so then the weather will get better. Forget China and India and all that. Do you know that we, uh, the United States of America, have actually reduced our CO2 output, or, uh, output over the years? Um, and uh, we're about the only ones that are reducing, uh, deliberately at least, our CO2 output, which is the, you know, now the invisible man in the sky uh, as uh, part of the Democrat, the left uh, apocalypse, the, you know, the, 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 the secular apocalypse, the climate apocalypse, that uh, the earth is on fire and we're all going to die soon, as Congresswoman Katie Porter famously said, the earth is on fire and we're all going to die soon. And that makes her nine-year-old angry because they're raising a bunch of psychotics, aren't they? Yes, they are. So we've got, uh, we got some of that for you. And um, lots and lots more. Michelle Obama. Oh, Biden books. This is kind of a funny one. Biden got uh, more votes than any American candidate in the history of the country. But if you've written a book about him, uh, you know, you might sell uh, enough copies to fill the trunk of your car. And that's about it. That's pretty amazing. And uh, Kevin McCarthy, Speaker of the entire House. Uh, and the impeachment inquiry that, uh, that still hasn't begun. We've got, uh, we've got Donald Trump and uh, poll numbers. We've got illegal aliens in New York City and Staten Island, the breakaway Republic of Staten Island. A possible United Auto Workers strike looming. Joe Biden doesn't care about it. Uh, mayhem in Chicago, the Labor Day weekend. And in Washington, D.C., just Friday into Saturday, we had five people murdered in Washington, D.C., just to get the weekend going. Uh, Putin and Kim Jong-un together again, because you know how those commies are. Mexico and the Berlin Wall. The environment and crazy Democrats. We are at 888 630 9625. Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Book by this July 31st for extra savings. Visit ChrisPlantCruise.com. Are you into weird, spooky, and strange history? Horrifying History tells you about the side of history that people don't normally talk about. We tell the tales of haunted places, infamous true crimes, unsolved mysteries, the paranormal, and then we look to history to see where the truth actually lies. Want to get spooky with us? Horrifying History, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. I haven't updated my numbers uh, yet, but in Chicago, it was a three-day weekend, so at least 38 shot, uh, four fatally teenagers, little kid. Um, And in Washington, D.C., we had five people gunned down just Friday into Saturday to get the Labor Day weekend uh, rolling. Pretty amazing stuff. 
Now, a um, lot to get to, and I also want to talk. My best girl and I went with friends to the uh, the Nationals game on uh, Sunday, and uh, it's a baseball game against the Marlins, and and then we uh, we were on a boat. Uh, picture yourself on a boat on a river, all right? Because that's what we were doing. It was a ton of fun pontoon boat, and there are stories to go with that too that are funny, um, but and have to do with politics and Washington. And uh, all kinds of good stuff. But right now, let's get to, because I want to start getting to audio. I have a bunch of audio, uh, three-day weekend and all that. And I want to share with you some of the, from the Sunday shows and and Chunk and uh, this guy who's everywhere, the author of the Franklin Four, the author of the latest Biden book, which uh, they're pressing hard to sell this book because no Biden books are selling because nobody's buying Biden books you know, books about Biden. And um, uh, it's kind of amazing, given that he got more votes than any candidate in the history of the United States of America. But you write a book about him, and you can't sell enough books to, you know, cover a diner table, a table at a diner. All right, let's go to, but let's, uh, let's start with Morning Joke. Because this morning on MSDNC, where they have this guy, uh, Mo Yarbrough, that's one of his pseudonyms. They, you know, they all have pseudonyms. And uh, he's a former Republican. He identifies as a former Republican. He was never a journalist, but uh, NBC hired him, and they pay him a lot of money to be a joke and to lie a lot. And boy, does he lie a lot. And he brings on other liars, like Eugene Robinson at the Washington Post, you know, who was in uh, Men in Black. You remember him from Men in Black? He was played, uh, well, he's played by Vincent D'Ofrio. Right. Um, and uh, and the stuff they're saying today is pretty crazy. If you get your news from MSDNC, well, you might become, you know, the next suicide attacker for the Democrat Party. And there have been a lot of Democrat Party suicide attackers from New York City to Washington, D.C. to Alexandria, Virginia. America starts the day with America in the morning. Pending home sales numbers, they tanked in April, but there Hi, are Hi, I'm John Trout, your host for the latest news, politics, entertainment, business, and weather. The octane action in the dust, a new film puts... Our staff of correspondents provide a fast-paced look at the world with specialized reports from where news happens. It's a bird, it's a plane, it's Amazon. Concise, accurate, and fresh each day. America in the Morning, the podcast, available wherever you listen. At their peak, I think, they're killing whales off the east coast of the United States. Uh, you know, you got to break a few eggs to make an omelet. So they're putting up all these windmills the size of skyscrapers up and down the east coast. And in order to do that, they're bringing in ships that make uh, terrible noises when they're driving piles into the, the ocean floor to attach Chinese-made windmills that are Cuisinarts in the sky and chop up rare seabirds and things and uh, knock their heads in and they drop to the ocean and then the great white sharks eat them because they're everywhere. You know how that goes. Uh, but it turns out just in New Jersey alone, they've had at least, uh, what, 12 whales wash up on shore. Um, and that's just New Jersey. Then you go up the East Coast to New York and all the way up to Maine, Massachusetts and Maine. 
and you got whales beaching themselves and dying all over the place. And the Democrats just tell you to shut up if you uh, if you bring it up. But I mentioned this because yesterday at uh, the Newsmax show, we're talking to one of uh, the producers on the show, wonderful person, Carly, was on vacation at the beach uh, for a week in New Jersey. And a whale washed up, and then a man washed up, a dead man uh, washed up too. I don't know uh, what he weighed, but uh, whether he looked like a whale, but uh, a man, because it's New Jersey, and that happens sometimes. You know, you've seen The Sopranos, but a man washed up, I'm sure. And I said, well, what about whales? She said, yeah, well, a whale washed up, uh, you know, the same place uh, days before. And, and this is because windmills, you know, you had to destroy the planet in order to save it. You had to destroy the whales in order to, remember they used to be about to save the whales. Now they're like, uh, you know, uh, kill a whale for clean air is one of their, is one of their sayings. Now, hey, we need to build windmills. And if we have to kill dozens and dozens of whales up and down the East Coast, uh, also in New Jersey um, and up and down the East Coast, uh, dolphins are dying and beaching themselves too. But the at least 12 dolphins also died along the Jersey Shore uh, in a matter of months. So the dolphins and the whales are being killed because of the, the uh, efforts to put windmills in because you need clean energy, right, for clean air. So kill a whale for clean air, as I think a Democrat Party bumper sticker these days. You, remember, you may remember the Save the Whales things were everywhere, bumper stickers and T-shirts and Save the whales, save the whales. Now they're the leading cause of whale death in the United States of America, the environmentalists. <clears throat> no sense of irony, these people. Uh, but yeah, hearing the tale, uh, went to the Jersey Shore, a man washed up on shore. There was a whale that had washed up just days earlier. Dolphins are washing up. But they're getting windmills because clean air. So kill a whale for clean air. There's a bumper sticker. <laughs> they should have those, and they're fighting them in Ocean City, New Jersey. They're fighting against the windmills because they're incredibly environmentally destructive. But pay no attention to that. All right, let's get back to Morning Joke because Morning Joke, you know, Joe Scarborough, he is clearly an awful person, just a terrible person. Not even counting that uh, young staffer woman that uh, died mysteriously in his office in Florida with a blow to the head found under the desk and then... Joe Scarborough dropped out of Congress uh, shortly thereafter. Nothing to see here. The media doesn't report it. Pretty amazing stuff. And he was a Republican member of Congress at the time, too, kind of, sort of, you know. But, uh, you know, we, the United States of America, we have uh, reduced our CO2 output. Um, but uh, we get no credit for that. Have you noticed that, Michael? We get no credit for for being the, uh, the country that reduces our CO2 output, we're still the bad guy, according to the Democrat Party, because I'm beginning to think they're not on our side. Mm, 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 mm. Man, oh, Manischewitz. We've been reducing our carbon output for some time. Mm, mm. That's, uh, that's, uh, but we get no credit for it. Isn't that amazing? Now, let's get back to Joe Scarborough, because he, this morning, was... Um, just just brimming with contempt and disgust uh, for the Republican Party because the news media, George Snuffleupagus and, the, and Mo Yarbrough and MSDNC, and he's 
there with his semi-inflatable flotation device of a third wife, uh, Mika Brzezinski, and and uh, Eugene Robinson. Uh, you could have him play like a beast from hell in movies, and he wouldn't even have to act. He could just uh, be himself. But it this morning it sounded like, uh, well, it sounded like uh, MSDNC is what it sounded like. Let's go to soundbite number 14. Here is uh, Joe Scarborough this morning on his television show on MSDNC, which is an NBC News organization. And they have journalists like the Reverend Al Charlatan. Well, I think we got another Al Charlatan story today, too, don't we? It's, a, it's another Al Charlatan story. But here is, uh, here is Joe Scarborough this morning because there is a Wall Street Journal poll that discovered, and the, the poll is full of all kinds of upsetting information for Democrats. Uh, the poll found that when the Democrats indict Donald Trump, which, you know, these radical left-wing, like the spawn of a Black Panther in Atlanta, Georgia, and the spawn of George Soros in New York, and they indict Trump, and they indict Trump. And it turns out a lot of people bristle at that and say, you know what? I'm probably more likely to support Trump because these lefties are abusing their power as prosecutors and uh, district attorneys and so on to prosecute for political reasons. Um, so his, uh, his support is rising. And this is very, very upsetting to the frauds and the crooks in the news media, starting with Mo Yarbrough. What can I say about my former party? Uh, former. Very little that's good right now. Very little Four indictments. Good. Indictments for uh, they're more likely to vote for him because he got caught stealing nuclear secrets. He got caught more stealing likely nuclear to vote secrets for him because he got caught uh, stealing uh, war plans to invade Iran. They're more likely to vote for him because he got caught stealing an assessment about America's weaknesses. He took them out of secure locations. He showed them to people. He showed them to people. Kind of like Bill Clinton, he showed things to people, too. He, sh he showed different things to people, though. Um, and then, like I said, kiss it and, uh, you know, things like because he's uh, Bill Clinton. And, and, of course, Joe Biden took uh, crates and crates of classified documents, and some were stored in Chinatown, where Joe Biden is the big guy and gets millions from the Chinese as part of, you know, 10% cut uh, for the big guy out of the Chinese business for the communist Chinese business for the Biden family. And then... Uh, stored over a steakhouse on Capitol Hill over Charlie Palmer's steakhouse. And some went to the university. Some were in his garage behind his Corvette, the classified documents. Some were in the house. Um, but not, no, uh, Joe is very upset. Uh, nuclear secrets, like he's, uh, you know, Julius Rosenberg. We're going to have to put him in the electric chair. And the left would, if the, you give him half a chance. Caught stealing nuclear secrets and Iran invasion plans. He showed them to people. My former party, uh, boy, the you know, the Kool Aid has had its effect on uh, Joe. He was never much of uh, anything. He's just an egomaniac. Um, yeah, four four indictments. Um, they, they don't follow the news. They really they. It's one of the things I've been saying for a long, long time. They don't follow the news. They don't know what's in the news. It's very, very common. Uh, speaking of which, uh, see the guy, um, uh, Philip Bump at the Washington Post, the interview he did. Uh, have you seen this online? It's uh, just, it's hilarious. Philip Bump, who's uh, one of the girls from the steno pool at the DNC, and he's paid by uh, the billionaire uh, information oligarch 
um, Jeff Bezos to type for the DNC at the Washington Post. And uh, he agreed to sit down and do an interview with someone who knew what they were talking A Democrat who hates Tucker Carlson and hates the Republican Party sat down and asked Philip Bump of the Washington Post a series of questions about um, uh, the Biden family's uh, financial hijinks around the world. And Philip Bump, it was made clear during the course of the interview, that Philip Bump had, he, and he's, he's supposed to be the Washington Post resident expert on the story, and he has no idea what's going on with the Biden story. He just, all he knows is what he was told on MSNBC and read it in his own paper, the Washington Post, which means he has no idea what's going on. Just amazing stuff. So uh, Morning Joke, uh, very, very upset with uh, his former party. Yet the Republicans say they're more likely to vote for him because he stole nuclear secrets, because he stole war plans. So what can you say about a party that actually is more likely to vote somebody because they've been indicted four times for stealing America's uh, most important military secrets. You know, bribery is an actual impeachable offense. And uh, Joe Biden, Burisma, Ukraine, the phone calls, the emails, the text messages, the prosecutor doing an interview and revealing on Fox News uh, that, uh, you know, he said, of course, the Bidens were being bribed, Hunter Biden and Joe Biden. And uh, we've got a news media that um, has their heads wedged so far up of one uh, into one another's dark and remote locations doing a conga line, uh, just uh, just amazing stuff. Um, and uh, he's uh, very, very upset. And this is if you watch MSDNC for your news, you're probably mentally ill. And if you started out not being mentally ill but watched MSDNC for one year, you would become mentally ill. And you might be days away from moving into a cardboard box on the sidewalk um, and making weird noises when people walk by. Joe Scarborough. And I just can't even believe, I, well, actually, believe. I have to believe now, there are people out there, have to. Uh, a lot of Republicans out there, that actually are more likely to vote for him because he stole nuclear secrets. What does that say about the Republican Party? Because he stole nuclear secrets. This is the hypothesis that's being peddled by MSDNC and Morning Joke. Um, And then they had uh, the uh, space alien, uh, Eugene Robinson, sitting uh, next to him. And uh, you might have heard him go somewhere in the middle of it. Um, um, Honestly, he he does remind remind me of Vincent D'Ofrino in uh, Men in Black. Uh, cracking his neck and raw beetles crawling out from his collar. Um, But Eugene Robinson uh, summed it up, I think, perfectly for the news media. What he's talking about here is the news media's role in our society. He didn't know it because he's a fundamentally dishonest person. But uh, what Eugene Robinson on Morning Joke on MSDNC was saying this morning, he's speaking for the entirety of the American news media virtually, and uh, and stating what their goal is and what their intentions are. Look, I think I think we, the voters, have to destroy the Republican Party in order to save it. That's the only thing that, that's what has to happen, because the Republican Party right now, your former party, uh, is, is actually nothing like your former party. Um, we have to destroy the party in order to save it. Here are the Democrats gathering outside for 
some light looting and arson and attacking the place. They had to destroy the country in order to save it. It's the old uh, Vietnam War axiom quoted by an Associated Press reporter, Peter Arnett, uh, allegedly quoting a U.S. military officer, saying something generally like, but not exactly, we had to destroy the village in order to save it. Not, not the actual quote, but it's the, that doesn't matter. Here are the Democrats, they, they had to destroy the country in order to save it. Now they have to destroy the Republican Party in order to save it. Off the East Coast of the United States, they had to destroy the world in order to save it. Destroy the planet in order to save it. They're the left. They're not liberals. This is the left. You heard those explosives back there, M-80s. Those are one-eighth of a stick of dynamite hurling them at the police. No arrests. No 18-year sentences. No no long trials in Washington, D.C., It's good to be a Democrat. Loot, loot, lemon. Ludi Vuitton. Destroying the world in order to save it. I'm telling you. Did you hear George Snuffleupagus over the weekend? Uh, He was shocked, shocked, I say. By the poll, it's the same poll that uh, Joe Scarborough was talking about and and all of the media are shocked, and they, they, he said, the voters, he meant the news media, need to destroy the Republican Party, not in order to save it, just in order to destroy it, because they're not liberals, they're the left, and the left destroys everything, from whales and dolphins to our system of electing people to the presidency and, uh, and beyond. What don't they wreck? Crime Wave America, thanks, Democrats. We are at 888-630-9625. All right, now uh, at uh, NBC News and the Washington Post, you need to destroy the Washington Post in order to, uh, excuse me, you need to destroy the Republican Party in order to save it. <laughs> in order to save it. It's not really in order to save it because you don't destroy something in order to save it. Old uh, sarcastic thing, and uh, and they had uh, uh, the seventeen million dollar man George Stephanopoulos on uh, their Sunday morning show. He was a Clinton administration official, and then he instantly overnight transformed into a world class journalist without ever working a day as a journalist. Uh, but really, he's just a Democrat Party apparatchik, and he's talking about the uh, the poll where President Trump. And uh, Joe Biden are tied with 46% each, 46% each. And George Stephanopoulos was standing next to himself. He was beside himself over this. It is kind of shocking in a way. Shocking. That despite all of the baggage that Donald Trump carries, he's tied with Joe Biden right now. Kind of shocking. Just absolutely shocking. 46% and, uh, and then... Uh, Trump with 46%, and the news media is shocked because, you know, the plan here was to destroy Trump with the indictments, and and it doesn't seem to be working. And that means the media is going to have to turn up the heat. Um, it's uh, kind of shocking. That's what he said. He's very, very shocked. And they're all, they're all shocked by this. 
of course, the um, the big poll that uh, that has them all going crazy from the Wall Street Journal, 46 to 46. Then they went to New York Times because they're all it's a circle fest in a hot tub. The New York Times got uh, Eugene Robinson of the Washington Post. You got Peter Baker Baker here from the New York Times. George Stephanopoulos, ABC Fake News, the Clinton White House, just another Democrat with an anchor man's job. Uh, Peter Baker. And it's an alarm bell for Democrats who think that because of these indictments, he's going to automatically lose a general election. This poll suggests no. It's a very competitive race. 46 to 46 percent. As you say, we can't be certain about polls, certainly as far out. But it suggests that this is not in any way uh, a gimme for the Democrats, despite former President Trump's legal trouble. You, you hear, and this is very disappointing, it's the New York Times. Do you hear him say, and we think, that, that the keywords? Just play the very beginning of that until we get to we think, because he's talking about these polls. And he's talking about from the Democrat Party's perspective, and he says, and we think. And it's an alarm bell for Democrats who think that because of these indictments, he's going to automatically lose a general election. This- there we go. And because we think. And uh, that's the New York Times, the Washington Post, ABC News, and... Uh, NBC, fake news, MSDNC, they're all on Team Democrat. Larry Hogan kind of used to be a Republican governor of the state of Maryland and uh, never Trumper and, you know, uh, not much of a Republican. Had a moment here and there, but uh, not for long. Larry Hogan over the weekend. People were somewhat hopeful that we would be in a different place by now. Uh, and now they're starting to come to the realization that, hey, this is, we might actually have Donald Trump as the nominee and Joe Biden as the nominee. And this is something that 70 percent of the people in America do not want. Yeah, who could have seen that coming? So the uh, the forces of the universe have once again aligned against Donald Trump in his effort to win the presidency back. Um, Our news media. Every story eventually comes to an end. This June, hear the final episode of Season 2 of the hit podcast series, In the Red Clay, Durham. In the Red Clay tells the unbelievable true story of Billy Sunday Burt, the most dangerous man in Georgia history. In the podcast that people are calling riveting, incredibly moving, captivating, and addicting. Binge Seasons 1 and 2 of In the Red Clay now, wherever you listen. 